bow your heads with me. Dear God, we come to you now, and we're thankful for um, this time of the year, dear Lord, that makes us reflect on, on who you are and what you mean to us and um, what, you, what you did when you accepted, when you accepted the, the cup of damnation, as they call it, to come down and die for us. And dear God, just uh, allow us to hear your word this morning. Allow us to absorb it in the way that you have planned for us, and then allow us to go out and live it. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Amen. So, um, there's, there's people my age whose kids are older than, than my kids. They started a little before I did. And they're starting to have kids. And it's kind of neat watching it, watching my friends turn into grandparents. And, and I'm always um, fascinated with the names and their stories behind names. And, you know, there might be stories with your name. It's passed down. Um, you know, um, people who went a long time without having a baby, you know, they named their, their kid like Grace or Hope, some, you know, just something that really, really means a lot to them. And there is a part in the Bible here in, in the first chapter of Matthew, and it declares Jesus two names, and it pretty much sums up who he is and why he came to earth. And I think it's a, a very important part of the Christmas story. And I think it's something that we need to reflect on because um, it, it really is who, it really does say who Jesus Christ is. So it's out of Matthew, it's the 21st, 22nd, 23rd verses. And it says, and she will bring forth the son and you shall call his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet you can find this in Isaiah 7. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. So I want to just, just concentrate on those two names this morning and what that means and what that means to us. All right? So when you think about Jesus, it's uh, the Hebrew translation is Yeshua. The English translation is actually Joshua, okay? And those are very common names in there. In fact, it, many times in the Bible, when you see people speak of Jesus, they call him Jesus of Nazareth so that they can identify who this Jesus was, okay? So these are common names in that day. And you kind of have Jesus as translate, one translation, Joshua, another one, Yahshua is another one. And when you get that, it means Yahweh saves, Yahweh is salvation, is basically what it's saying. So it's a combination of the Yah, which is Israel's God, and then Yasha, which means to rescue, deliver, or save. So the very meaning of Jesus is to save. He came to save us, all right? And this is a name of the greatest significance of any name ever given. And Philippians tells us, therefore, God also has highly exalted him, Jesus, and given him the name Jesus, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and of those in heaven and those on earth and those under the earth, and that every tongue will confess that Jesus, the Christ, is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. So it's a name of great significance, and every knee shall bow to it and every tongue shall confess that this is the Son of God, the perfect salvation 
This is Jesus the Christ, okay? Philippians also tells us that this Jesus is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone of everything that exists. Jesus Christ is the cornerstone. Without him, it all crumbles down. There's no other argument to make about that. He is the declared cornerstone. Whether he was accepted or not, he is the declared cornerstone. Jesus Christ holds everything together. He is the cornerstone. And it says, nor is there salvation that can be found in any other name. You cannot call upon the name of any other person being created, being and ever received salvation. It can only come through Jesus Christ. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which they will be saved. Jesus Christ is our salvation. It is a great name of significance. It is also a name of great intention. He came with great of the greatest intentions. And it says in Matthew 21, And she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will, he came with the intention of, to save his people from their sins. He is our Savior. All right? Also, the intention in 1 Timothy, it says, This is a faithful saying. That means worthy of all acceptance. Means you can go to the bank on this. This is guaranteed. This is God's word that Jesus Christ came into this world for the purpose to save sinners. He is our Savior, our salvation. Great intention. He comes of the greatest intention. And it is a name of the greatest power. John 14 says, Jesus tells him, I am the way. There is no other way. I am the truth. Everything else is false. I am the life. There is no life without me. And here it is. The only way to get to the Father, the only way to get to salvation, the only way to get to eternal life is through me, Jesus. Acts tells us to him, all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name, Jesus Christ. It is the name of the greatest power. Matthew 28. Go Make disciples of all people, all nations, baptizing them. What? In the name of the Father, Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And John 14 also says, whatever you ask in my name, we are to pray in him. Because he is the only pathway to God the Father. So all of our prayers go through Jesus Christ to God. There's no other way to get to him. Whatever you ask my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If we say a prayer, it has to go through being prayed in the name of Jesus Christ. It's also a name of great power because um, whatever you do in the word, all your deeds, everything you do, no matter what it is, do everything in the name of Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And then it is also a name of great power because um, it says that, so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you. All of our actions, everything that we do are, is supposed to glorify Jesus Christ. We live to glorify him because we only live because of Jesus Christ. And you and him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. It is the name of the greatest power. There is no other name with power. Jesus Christ is the greatest name of the greatest power. And then there's that part that says, so all this was done so that it may fulfill the prophecy that was given so many hundreds of years before that. And it said that the virgin, behold the virgin, so she already picked out, shall be with child 
and she shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. And there it is in Isaiah 14. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive, bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, in, which is translated God with us. Here's why I want to tell you today. Jesus Christ is our power. He's our salvation. He's our forgiveness. He's our eternal life. He is always with us. Always with us. You know why his name was picked a uh, common name? Because he's with us, the commoners. You don't have to have money. You don't have to have prestige. You don't have to have any kind of position. He's here for all of us. The common man, baptized in the dirty Jordan River. Didn't go to, the, to all the big castles and all the big places to declare his ministry had begun. He went and got baptized in dirty water, just like a commoner. Given a common name, but it's not a common name. It's the name of power. It's the name of salvation. It's the name of um, atonement. It's the name of justification. And it also tells us that he will always be with us. In your worst times, when the diagnosis comes, he's there. When the treatments are piling up on you, you don't know if you have the strength to get through them, he's there. Okay? When things break down, he's there with you. When you feel like you're all alone, he's there with you. When you feel like you've uh, messed up so bad nobody could take you back, he's there with you. He is always there with you. And on judgment day, when God says, why should I let you into heaven? He will stand up and he said, he'll be right there with you. This one's mine. Been cleansed by my blood. So I'm going to have you stand this morning. This is Christmas time. This is when we glorify Jesus Christ. And we... Uh, hear the songs about the angels singing his name, the shepherds going out and praising his name, and I'm going to ask you this morning to join me, and if you feel, feel the, the, the push from the Spirit, come down on the altar, and let's glorify Jesus' name, the name of power, the name of salvation, the name of healing, and just be thankful that he's a God who is always with us. His name means it. It sums him up. He's always with us. Thank you for tuning into Star Church's sermon. We truly hope that the sermon edified you today and brought you closer to the Lord. For more information about Star Church, visit our website at stargbchurch.com. Once again, that's stargbchurch.com. If you would like to visit our church, our address is 4925 State Road 142 North, El Dorado, Illinois 62930. We now pray that God will bless you as you enter the mission field and bring his word to the world. And as always, we will see you next time here at Star Church.